Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry talking Mets, talking some Yanks. Yanks with a tough loss. In Oakland to the A's? What? I mean, the A's now have 21 wins on the season. You never want to lose. I mean, you got to sweep those series. But anyway, the Yanks will win two out of three. No big deal. That's what they do. It's frustrating now for sure. But ultimately, you know, they'll win this series. And even though the Yankees don't look great, they go out there and still win. What's that like? A team that's bad, but even when they're bad, they're good. Joe is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Joe? Hi, Sal. First of all, love the show. Very upset that you're going to leave. Hopefully, we'll go back and obviously act and listen to you. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Um, but I know we had a home run today, but Josh Donaldson, when are we just, he's not even getting good at bats. He's lost at the plate. His two strikeouts, his last two at bats, he just lost. Not swinging is one of his. How worse can he get that we're gonna not lose our hope on him? Yeah, no, he's terrible. But what about? I mean, I don't even. He's insignificant to me. What about John Carl Stan? What about Rizzo? But there's no plan B for them here. Why can't we bring up Peraza? Well, I mean, Peraza's got to be up here. Uh, that's something I said last week, maybe even two weeks ago. Now I forget they all blend together. But uh, I don't understand why Peraza wouldn't be up here right now. Other than they're waiting to maybe move Volpe. I know they said they don't want to do it, but the, the only thing that would make sense to me is bring Peraza up, make him the shortstop, move Volpe to second, and move on from Glaber. Or you could just have Peraza at third, I guess, keep everything else the way that it is, and get rid of Donaldson. So uh, I understand that, that that might be the easy way. I just don't know if Peraza is going to be the third baseman every day moving forward. For whatever reason, Yanks are reluctant to do it. Brian Cashman, you've known this is this is what he does here. He takes a very long time to admit a mistake, whether it's moving Glaber off of short, whether it's moving IKF off of short, whether it's moving on from Gary Sanchez, and now whether it's moving on from Josh Donaldson. Yeah, and the smartest move would probably, I think, to trade Glaber because he has value now. I think we could trade him. Teams don't sure want him, especially if American League doesn't have that many great second basemen. So I think teams will definitely... I mean, Peraza's got to be given an opportunity, Joe, and thank you for the call. Because the Yankees expected him coming into this season to be a starting shortstop for him. So if they thought he was going to be the starting shortstop, or at least he had the lead coming into the going into the spring, you know, you would think he's he's major league ready, 
right? I mean, what does he got a season up more in the minor leagues? We, we looking to make him a, a you know a utility guy? Uh, I'm not sure that excuse is adding up. Why Peraza is down still? When you got everybody else struggling, you got guys that don't belong in the majors up here, but yet Peraza is down. Ralph is calling from Fairlawn. What's up, Ralph? Hey, Sal. Hi, Ralph. This one. How you doing, man? I want to uh, wish you good luck on your new t- uh, gig, uh, daytime gig. Thank you, Ralph. Uh, and I'm going to miss you on nights. You know, a uh, couple, two things I want to say. If you could restock the farm by getting rid of uh, the high price contracts, Berlander and Scherzer, would you do that? And uh, um, all right. Well, let's better. think about it for a second. You're talking about getting rid of both of them or one of them? Well, one or two. I mean, if you if you could restock, even like. Uh, the guy playing left field, I forget his name now. Tommy Pham? Yeah, yeah, get rid of him. I mean, you know, get some. All right, some so would I be back. would I be a seller? Is what you're asking? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't like the idea of selling, especially this year for the Mets. Uh, but I just I think they got to move on from Scherzer and Verlander. I don't, and I don't think they're going to be able to. I don't think anybody's taking them on. I'm just tired yeah. of the the team being built around that. So I would look at it more as an opportunity to kind of restructure. And if you did have a taker on Verlander and Scherzer, depending on how much you'd have to pay, you know, I'm not going to pay Verlander $40 million to go away. And he's due a contract, you know, he's due $43 million next year on top of whatever's left this year, you know, another $20 million. I'm not going to pay $40 million to have him go pitch somewhere else. So it's got to be, right. even if it means getting back a better prospect, I'm not doing that. Same thing for Scherzer. Scherzer's got an option next year that he's likely going to pick up. So, I don't think the Mets could move either of those two guys. Would I? Yeah, in the right deal, I'd be open to moving both. Right. Yep. And can you give me a final Dr. Evil curtain call for your leaf? How about no, you crazy Dutch? You know what? I don't want to curse and get in trouble here. You know, I dressed up once as Dr. Evil on SNY. I was filling in on a show that they used to have called Cavino and Rich, and it was Halloween, and they dressed up in costumes. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was Dr. Evil. And I was petting Mr. Bigglesworth the whole time. Hebert New! You could find that somewhere on YouTube. It was worth a watch. I mean, you know, because I kind of look like him, being bald and everything. And that's the issue, the only issue, uh, at least now, that I foresee going into the midday show with BT is that we're both... And we kind of look alike because we're both bald. And everybody thinks all bald guys look alike anyway. I get mistaken for Carton and now BT. And people are going to have a hard time telling us apart. Maybe I should dress up like Dr. Evil. Or at least just talk like him. But I appreciate you listening. And thank you for taking the time to call. Moses is calling from Woodridge. What's up, Moses? What's up? Hey, Sal. How you doing? Good, Moses. How are you? I love your show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I really love your show. Yeah, you're talking great about the Mets. You're really sounding good. Um, you're, I'm, I'm totally agree from everything you're saying. But I was I really called a couple of while ago. Um, I called about the, what you said about the Yankees. Mm-hmm. How you know when they come into the clutch when they're playing the big teams like the Rangers, like who they're supposed to be scared of when it comes to the postseason. Like the Rays, they took them down. The Rangers, they took them down. The O's, we could beat them, mm-hmm. but I don't think they can beat the Jays. I'm saying the Jays are on a slump, I hear, but like, you know, they're, they're a little shaky. They're, I don't know, but I don't think we can beat them. Uh, they took the Jays head to head down, too. I mean, they took the Jays' best shot. I think if any of those teams, the, the Yankees own the Jays more than any of uh, the other ones. Nah, the Jays, the Jays have the most talent in the league, I think. Yeah, you know, well, at, what point, at, what, at what point, Moses, are they going to put it together? I've been hearing about this Jays' talent for years. They got the talent. They got this year. They got everything. They just got to work on. They got. I think they need right before the trade deadline. They got to pick up like a a real strong power hitter that's going to get them some homers. Like Boba Shet shouldn't be having the most homers on the team. They're going to have to pick up a power hitter and start getting these runners in scoring position. They're going to have to get them in. And once they have that click. I think they have, like, you know, they're just a bunch of hitting issues. They're always on base. They just can't close Yeah, them. they can't they pitch. Can't the, they can't pitch. The Yankees are in their head. I'm not worried about the Blue Jays at all. I mean, They can't you, pitch. Yeah. What do you mean they can't pitch? The Blue Jays? What does that mean? 
Kevin Gosman leaves yeah. his performance today? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, no, I'm not watching the Blue Jays today. I was watching the Mets and Yankees. You were watching the Blue Jays? No, but I saw, I watched the highlights. I don't know. Are, you a Blue, like, are you a Blue Jays fan? I'm confused. No, I'm not I'm a Yankees fan, but I watched oh. the whole division's highlights. Okay, well, so, did you did you watch the Yankees play the Blue Jays earlier this year? Yeah, I watched that and one. how'd that go? When Manoa was in there? Yeah. When Manoa, yeah, Manoa yeah, was done. Manoa's giving up. Uh, correct. Where's Manoa now? Manoa's in the minor. Right, You know, okay. send him down, keep him there. But I'm saying that the, but now that they got together a little bit together, you know, the pitching is a lot better than the Yankees pitching. No, I, di- I totally disagree. Totally disagree. And you I saw the, them go ahead, Dad. The Yankees own them. Aaron Judge owns the Blue Jays. Aaron Judge is nowhere to be found. Well, I mean, that's a different story. Aaron Judge is out, but, I mean, he, the Yankees are still better than the Blue Jays. I don't know. The pitching's for sure not better than the Blue Jays. Kevin Gosman, Chris Bassett, you guys playing phenomenal this year. Barrios is every other game he's pitching, you know? Mm-hmm. Every other game he's playing great. Yeah, you know, I, okay, again, playing, I, right. you're looking at it not against the Yankees. I'm watching against the Yankees, and thanks for the call, Moses. You're obsessed with the Blue Jays. I think you got to let that go. There are two teams in front of the Yankees in the AL East. Neither of whom are the Blue Jays. Why are you looking in the rearview mirror? I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are supposed to win the division last year. How'd that go? Blue Jays, Blue Jays, Blue Jays, all that talent. They stink. Until they beat the Yankees head-to-head, I'm not going to take them seriously. Yeah, they have talent. And yeah, though they might be dangerous, last year early on, they didn't seem intimidated at all by the Yankees or going into Yankee Stadium. But that wore off quickly. Yankees are better. Blue Jays don't have enough pitching to shut down the Yankees. Yanks have owned them. Now, obviously, Judge is a big part of that. If Judge doesn't come back, maybe you have a little bit of a different story. But right now, even without Judge, the Yankees are still in front of the Blue Jays. Dennis is calling from Mount Arlington. What's up, Dennis? Hey, what's up, Sal? I just want to say I'm going to miss you. Uh, I've been listening to you for the past couple of years. You do a great job. But at the same time, you know, I've been working nights for 30 years, Sal. I've been working nights since 1986. God bless you. Um, aside from three years in the 90s when I worked 7 to 3. And um, I'm going to look forward to hearing you during the day because I'm up during the day. I don't sleep a lot. You know? Oh, nice. I appreciate uh, that, Dennis. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. It means a lot hearing you guys say that. So I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's no doubt. And you just bring such energy. And that's why people love you. And... Um, I'm calling in regard to the Yankees, my Yankees. Thank God I have my Yankees, you know, because I'm a Jets, I'm a Rangers, and I'm a Knicks fan. Huh. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do if I was a Mets fan. I, I would pull what hair I don't have out. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, you'd be angry I, like me. I mean, that, that, that's what you'd be. Think about it. I mean, if you're at least you're right. At least you have the Yankees. I've had nothing. I mean, I had '94. That's it. 1994, yeah. 1986. That is it. Uh, I, I cried when the Rangers won. My wife said she saw me cry twice in my lifetime when my, my, my mom passed away when I was a kid and when the Rangers won in 94. <laughs> I was in front of the TV with tears coming down my eyes. I was so happy, <laughs> you know. We need but another one Yankees, of those. Oh, yeah, I thought we had it, but then that didn't work out. And, again, we got rid of another coach. Uh, hockey's a, a turnstile of coaches. It's the worst. But um, as far as my Yankees are concerned, you hit it on the head. They're good, but they're bad. And, um, you know, it's just, I, I like Cashman, and we're not going to get a, a better GM than Cashman, but to have a lifelong, lifetime guaranteed contract along with Boone, they're not going anywhere. These two guys are going to be here as long as Steinbrenner's there. These guys can write their own ticket. They're going to be there 10 years. You know, nobody's going to get rid of them. Boone is probably going to break all the Yankee records for as far as wins are for for a team. Yeah, at some point, at some point, Dennis, and and I'm not saying that point is going to be anytime soon, but you have to figure at some point something's going to change. No, the time to do it to me was a couple years ago, 2021. Yeah. After that that season, I would have made the move, and they didn't, and and they had some success last year, so that's not going to, you know, obviously not going to change after the success last year, but it it can't, I mean, how much longer are we going to do the same thing with this team? He finds he finds the diamonds in the rough. He finds the McKinneys and, go, and you know, going all the way back to Chad Curtis's. He finds these guys that come up and he finds the, the lightning, you know, that that strikes. 
Um, but he trades for injured players. That's why we have the bad. He he traded for Rodon. The guy hasn't pitched yet. You know, um, who else? Did he tra- uh, even Bader. They traded for the guy he had. Oh, Frank, Frankie Montas. I mean, you know, they traded yeah. for him. He was hurt with the A's. It, it's, and he's made some bad moves. Look, every general manager makes some good moves, some bad moves. To me, the bigger issue is the construction of the team since 2017. Trading for John Carlstan in 2018, which right. prevented them from other things. You mentioned it with the pitching. He hasn't been able to hit on that outside of Garrett Cole. So there are, some, you know, misevaluating the shortstop position, whether it's Glaber Torres, IKF, you know, trading for Josh Donaldson. Mistake. Yeah, he's made some bad ones. He's made some bad Holding yep. on to Gary Sanchez too long. Clint Frazier, right. Miguel Andujar, you know, uh, butchering, handling them, not getting anything so of value me. back or, or yeah. having them succeed. And and you hit it on the head. They, they will bring up Ferraza, which they need, you know, to spell Volpe just a little. And I love the fact that they're playing Volpe. I'm I'm a Volpe supporter. I mean, I'm an Italian. I like Volpe. He's a good kid. But I I think I, I think if he, we need patience sometimes. And even though you know this year is kind of rough, I like Volpe there. But like they won't cut Donaldson because he wouldn't make, you know, and that turned us. This guy, he's done. Yeah, I like I like Volpe too, Dennis, and I'm with you. And, and thank you for the call, and thank you for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. With Volpe, he's the type of guy that can get – he could help win the win the Yanks a World Series. Or at least win the Yankees a pennant. I really believe that. Volpe is a guy who I want to see perform in October. You know, Donaldson's a guy who I want to see perform – Anywhere other than New York. I hated it at the time we talked about it, how the Twins pulled one over on the Yankees. What was Cashman doing trading for a $26 million player that was under contract that was washed up? And yet dumping Gary Sanchez wasn't bad. Adding IKF, whatever. But Donaldson... Come on. He messed up twice in that trade, thinking IKF was going to be the starting shortstop for the Yankees and thinking that Josh Donaldson was going to be somewhat productive. 0 for 2. Can't miss on those. That's the difference. You know, it's a, it's a small line there that you have to, you know, you, you, you can't. The difference between winning a World Series and just making the postseason and, and being sent home early every year. Very thin margin of error. And Brian Cashman, when he could have made better moves or different moves, didn't. And you could use the Astros cheating as an easy excuse for why the Yankees haven't been back to a World Series since 2009. But there are other reasons as well. Pick just one of any of the moves that he's made that have been wrong and turn them into a right move, maybe it'd make a bigger difference. 877-337-6666. Even saying that, like it's now 2023, the fact that the Yankees haven't been to a World Series since 2009, that is hard to believe. I'm telling you, I admit it, I'm brainwashed. Growing up, you know, being in high school with the Yankees, in their dynasty years, I'm brainwashed by this team. And then even seeing it all through the, you know, from the mid-90s on, right on through 2009. And then again, 2017, in the year where it was supposed to be a rebuild, the Yankees getting the Game 7 of the ALCS. I'm brainwashed. And it's not even just me. This team doesn't look very good right now, but yet they still win series. How can you not be brainwashed? We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal back on the fan. Superbook Sports is changing the game. Help your bet stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports. It's the most trusted name in sports gambling. You got a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you see you use the promo code JerseyFan, 
We score up to 250 bucks with their first bet bonus, win or lose. Superbook will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code JERSEYFAN. Download the Superbook Sports app in New Jersey, enter the promo code JERSEYFAN, and you'll get 250 bucks. Courtesy of Superbook Sports, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Mets get a nice win. Just a refreshing, you know, it's so frustrating watching this team day in, day out. If you could still take it at this point, if that's what you're doing. I mean, there's no reason to, uh, I got to be honest. I mean, if, if you're, you can't believe in them. If you're still believing in this team, good for you. I am not. Uh, they they got to earn me back. They have to earn me back. And I mean, you know, go on a nice little winning streak, six of seven, eight of ten, whatever it may be. They have to earn that now. But it is very frustrating watching this team because they just torment you. And even when you think they might be taking two out of three against the Phillies, let's say, they find new ways to destroy you and crush you. And, you know, it was a nice, refreshing game for a change with the Mets where everything seemed to go right. David Peterson got it off to a good start. He was terrific. And then the home run barrage with Brandon Nimmo, Francisco Lindor, Daniel Vogelback. So it was a nice night for the Mets to get a win. You know, and as for the Yankees, like we've been talking about, it is a very frustrating team to watch, even though they win the majority of the time. It still is a frustrating team to watch. And you're talking about losing to the worst team in baseball with the A's. That just should not happen. Yankees can't get anything going with runners in scoring position. John is calling from Somerset. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing? How are you, John? So, um, well, I, I have to say that this is the first time I'm, I'm calling with you, and I just love your passion. I really do. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. I just think that the Yankees lost a chance. Uh, to get rid of Cashman. I don't know if I want to get rid of Boone. But they lost their chance to get rid of Cashman, and he's just just making wrong decisions. These trades are horrendous. Well, when would you have gotten rid of him? When? when? Yeah, when? You say, you know, you're not going to get rid of him now. I mean, and the Yankees aren't going to get rid of him ever. But would it have been after this year? you going back a few years ago. Like I said, I would have got rid of both Cashman and Boone after the 2021 season or during the 2021 season. Uh, I, I, I 1,000% agree with you. Yeah, because 1, that year, it, it, John, that year the regular season was bad. But it, it's like it's like, they, it's like they do just enough. For the for Steinbrenner to say, okay, I'm going to continue with this. And well, well, they're in the playoffs every year for starters. I mean, even in that year that I was talking about, 2021, they snuck in and made the wild card. Now they lost in a wild card game, but they still made it. But so so the trades he's making, IKF is probably the best one, and and he's playing center field or left field. Yeah, well, I, I, and I, I, IKF's a bench player at this point. Yeah, yeah. But Donaldson, Rendon hasn't pitched. God help us. He, he's coming back this week, and we'll see. But we have no run support. No run support. Well, I mean, look, without Aaron Judge, and thank you for the call, John, and for the kind words, without Aaron Judge, runs have been tough to come by for the Yankees. But it shouldn't be an excuse. When you're as loaded as the Yankees are, one guy, even as great as Aaron Judge is, it should not be all the difference in the world. You know, John Carl Stanton came up with a chance to change that game last night. And he didn't get the job done again. At at some point, I mean, John Carl Stanton's got to, you know, think about what the Yankees were trading for. What do you have, 59 homers the year before they uh, got him? You know, talking, you're talking about an MVP. And he hasn't been anything close to that with the Yankees. He's terribly disappointing. That trade, look, when things go the way that they've gone for the Yankees here since 2017, which has been ultimately disappointing. We know they made the you know a run in 2019, getting to game six of the ALCS before losing to the Astros. 
Last year, ALCS, they get swept by the Astros. You know, they've been in the postseason other times, 2020 against the Rays, 2018, uh, you know, losing to the Red Sox. So it's not like they're not getting in the postseason, but we're talking about going on a deep run in the postseason. And the Yankees have not been able to do that. And you look at, you know, what, how the team was built after that 2017 season, it, to me, was just not built properly, and John Carl Stanton was a big part of that. They didn't need him. And if they are going to have him, this is the time he should be having some success. This is the time where you need to see John Carl Stanton stepping up in the absence of Aaron Judge. Found it interesting you don't want to get rid of Boone. And by the way, I don't want to get rid of Boone either. I would have done it two years ago. I wouldn't do it now. I like Boone. I'm ready to see this thing through with him. Do I think there could be better managers? Sure, but until it's a total change in philosophy with the Yankee organization, meaning Hal needs to say, okay, it's time. It's run its course. Cashman has been great. We understand and respect how great he's been over the years. He's been a significant part of this organization's success. It's time for a new voice. That's what I would have said after 2021. They didn't. That's what I would say whenever they do decide to move on from him. Just time for a change. Same thing that they told Joe Girardi after getting, after exceeding all expectations by a lot. Hey, we love you. We appreciate the work. It's time for a different voice. Okay. Well, that's what I would tell Brian Cashman. And Boone would obviously go along with him. And then you could bring in a different combination. But it's not happening anytime soon. And that's not the reason that the Yankees are where they are right now. These guys got to get the job done. Was there any Yankee fan that didn't want Rizzo back? Rizzo's been terrible. Most Yankee fans like John Carl Stanton. He's been terrible. All right, you didn't want Josh Donaldson. I get it. He's part of the problem. Peraza's got to be up here. You know, that could help. Cashman is going to be. They, they just refuse. You know, sometimes they refuse to give in. I don't know what the reason is, but it seems so obvious to us, yet the organizations uh, organizations are reluctant to make a move that might actually help the team. Vito's calling from Newark, New Jersey. We can't say that. And thank you for the call, Vito. We appreciate checking in. Now, you could say that to your sister, but you can't say that to me. I mean, you can say it to me, just not on the radio. You you know, the Yankees have not lost to the bad teams, as you put it. They, I mean, the fact that they lost a game to the A's seems like way too many, right? You don't want to ever lose a game. To the A's. Even the Mets swept the A's. But it's not like the Yankees have been losing to bad teams. They took two out of three from Seattle. They took two out of three from the Rangers recently. And they get swept by the Red Sox. Red Sox aren't a bad team. Split with the Mets. The Yankees have had minimal issues in that regard. They're over 500. This is just one frustrating loss. That's it. It happens. They'll be fine. Now, how fine? Like I, I'm, I'm saying playoff fine. They're going to make the playoffs. And you don't even worry about that. Really, neither New York team should ever have to worry about the playoffs with the way that their payrolls are with the expanded postseason. But, of course, leave it to the Mets, who in year two, after beginning, starting anew, winning 101 games, thinking that this is the beginning of a Steve Cohen run here, and... They don't even wait to disappoint you. Right out of the gate, they hit you with it. But the Yankees are always going to be in the playoffs. I mean, maybe outside of the aberrational year. And that was what was different about 2021 is where it was the regular season that gave the Yankees trouble as opposed to the traditional postseason problem. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. On the fan, 877-337-6666. Two more overnight shows after this one here. So make sure you get at me. And then after that, I'm going to be a little bit all over the place for the next couple of weeks before starting the new show with BT on July, what is it, 24th, 27th? Uh, I forget that. Uh, July 24th. Um, anyway. The Mets, there was a, a report last night. I don't know if it was a report or just um, a thought from Anthony Tacomo of MLB.com who covers the Mets. He was talking about Max Scherzer being open to potentially. He said uh, Max Scherzer was potentially going to be open to waiving his no-trade clause. Let me give you the exact tweet, though, because after that, Tacomo, he didn't backtrack from it. Um, but he did say that he was just clarifying what he said. Yeah, he said his words were getting all over the uh, were getting twisted all over the place. He didn't report that Scherzer is definitely open to waiving his no trade clause. Just that if things go sideways, people think it's possible that Scherzer would be open to potentially being traded. Remember he's got a, a total no trade clause. Uh, but Scherzer's priority is to win with the Mets. That's his absolute priority. This is according to Anthony DeComo of MLB.com. Fascinating to think that we're even talking about this. You could draw up worst-case scenarios for the Mets going into this year, and I would never think that this was as bad as it would be. Never. Now, I could have seen a scenario where the Mets would have been getting blown out of the division, where the Mets would have had things go wrong for them, whether it's with Scherzer, Verlander, whoever else, the bullpen, sure. To the point where the Mets are, you know, what are they, nine and a half back, or eight and a half back in the wild card? Uh, yeah, oh, to the point where they're eight and a half back in the wild card and basically have every team in front of them but the three that are behind them? I mean, come on. Or the fact that they're, you know, 16 games back of the Braves? You can paint worst-case scenarios. This is beyond Met fans' worst nightmare. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Yeah, hey, Scherzer. Hi. Um, Sal, look, call you last week. I gave you a five-minute uh, – I don't want to say the word, but basically I love you, I love you, Sal, I love you. Mm. You, didn't, you didn't cut me off. You enjoyed it. You were sitting back enjoying it with your hands behind your head, enjoying the loving. And you know what? I embarrassed myself. Okay, you should have cut me off a long time ago. Say, all right, guys, move on. Okay, hmm. like Bob, Bob from Bayside, call Raptors. Yeah, ask me. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna be like that guy. Enjoy the over, <laughs> enjoy the move to the midday, Sal. Let's talk to the Yankees. Hey, now, hey, it's okay. You're yeah, allowed to love me and nah, miss me. I nah, mean, it's nah, it's, nah, it's human nah, nature. Nah, I'm gonna nah, miss nah, you too. Now nah, those days are over. No, okay? those days I are not on. over. I no, 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 on. no. All right, hey, I look! I was asked. I did a, um, I, I did an interview for um, some some uh, media thing, Barrett Sports Media. Peter Schwartz yeah. actually interviewed me. Yeah. He said, "What's the thing you I mean? What's the thing you miss most about the overnights?" And I said, "What? The callers, of course. Yeah. All you guys. No, you're not gonna miss me. I'm not gonna miss you. Sal. That's you we're included, Chris. No, we're moving yeah. on. Sal. We're moving on together. Let, 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 like like Bob Bates I, last week said. So let me start it over, Sal. Hey, Sal, congratulations on your midday. All right, let's talk some next. Okay, so <laughs> look, hey." Now, look, um, what am I going to say now? All right, yeah, we're going to move on. It's all good. Enjoy it. 
Good luck. All right, let's go. Let's talk some mess. Now, look, and I'm on three hours sleep right now. I am pissed off right now. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm sick of this whole thing. I don't want to hear this owner talk about anything tomorrow. I don't care. All right? This is where we, I said in the beginning of the year, Sal, and I don't know if you remember, I said that I don't feel good about this season, the old Super Korea thing, and then Diaz going down. I said this season does not look good. It is completely worse than I expected. It's typical Mets stuff, man. You go to 101 win teams, and then you go like this. And everybody, I agree with you, Sal, I cannot hear people talking about get rid of Buck. For who? For uh, uh, some random, ooh, Beltran or some random person? Mm. Who's going to be better than Buck right now? Look, I understand it's two years. Billy Epper deserves more than that. But what he did last year, Sal, is a disgrace. And I said it after the trade deadline. It is, you cannot think we're on a good path or we're going to win right now. And you stayed the course. And you went to a trade deadline. And you didn't want to give up much because you want to hang on to the kids. Screw the kids, okay? Get the professionals in the damn game and let's win something. You learn from Cashman. You know what Cashman always does sometimes? He always makes some moves in the trade deadline. We did do nothing. But this loser Vogelback, rough, this guy Gibbons, because he thought we're going to go all in and we're going to win. And you know what, Sal? And we have known it. It's the hardest thing to do to win a World Series. We have not seen it since we were four, five, six years old. That's how long it's been. And we're in our 40s right now. And you had the opportunity. You're not as good as the Braves. You thought you were. And your general manager making all this money, you had to make the moves. And you know what? You did not do it. You failed. And I feel like an anchor management style, you know, in the movie, he's like, oh, the anger sharks are swimming in my head. You got to dunk that. You got to mm-hmm. dunk that. He did not dunk it. He failed. And this is why we're backtracking like this. Goose. He goose go next. Yeah, goose blah, blah. Yeah. Goose blah, blah. Goose blah, blah. Goose blah, blah. Oh, yeah. yeah, but he said goose blah, blah. But that's it. That's how I feel right now. This team is going backwards right now. This only needs to step up. You got to get a new general manager that realizes, okay, we had, we got lucky. We got 101 wins. It was a lot. But you were not ready to win the World Series. Now, is, uh, uh, is this rage coming from me leaving the overnight? No, I don't care if you go. Yeah. yeah, I told you I'm over right now. I'm mm. done. I, I got to listen to Stuart talk no, about Eric Boone and freaking Cashin last week. Let's get to the <laughs> core. Let's get to the core. I think you're upset, Chris. You're upset that I'm leaving you. You feel no, deserted. I'm no, I'm tired. I'm on three hours sleep. Mm. I, I'm a little upset, but you know what? I'm moving on, Sal. Okay? Yeah. I love you, Sal. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Chris. I, <laughs> I appreciate checking in. It's okay to show your feelings. Marco, too, he feels the same way. I understand it. You guys feel hurt. You feel deserted. And you're going to take it out on me. First it was Marco. Now it's Chris. It's okay to show your true feelings. I'm going to miss you, too. Not that much, but I'm going to miss you, too. Very weird feeling. Like, I'm not leaving, you know? Yeah, go to hell. You're leaving. (laughs) You would think, Marco, that more people would be able to listen at those hours, no? Like even not if, me. Even if you worked on the overnight, so you're normally sleeping at those hours. Uh, you're right in my window. That's if all goes well. Hopefully, I can sleep from ten to two. <laughs> <laughs> really? Not Actually, uh, what, what am I talking about? That's when I would sleep from. I mean, roughly from until twelve, maybe. Right. So I mean, you wake up at noon and eh, maybe catch the back half. But that's a great thing about the Odyssey app. And I always tell people this when they would complain. So or not complain, but some people say, "Sal, you got to be on earlier." Sal, you got to be on earlier. And I'm like, "Well, what do you want me to do? You don't think I want to be on earlier? I can't control that." But what you could do is listen on the free Odyssey app anytime you like. And now you could listen on the free Odyssey app anytime you like. The other way. <laughs> You're, come on, don't be mad at me. Is it because I haven't gotten a baby gift yet? That's on the way. Don't worry. I got that on. Uh, oh, on stop now. Come on. No, what do you mean? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I've been. No, come no, on. No, no, you know, no. I've been come on now. That's nonsense. No. That, that, oh, it's on my list. No, I have that's it right a, here. No, 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 no. Marco that, baby that, gift. That, I have to that, do that. That we're not worried about. No. I am a little annoyed that you're leaving, though. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> we're just starting the bond. I'm not going to deny that. We were just getting into a nice rhythm where we would chew clock together in the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, I thought it was working. And then. It yep, was. It was working. You know, how do you feel about your Yankees? Right. We had some fun talking Knicks this season. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. a little bit into mm-hmm. baseball. Mm-hmm. What about your Yankees? Are you – see, I don't know how to read them. I don't know how much you heard before. I know you're out there doing some work and everything, but I don't know how to read this team. I'm scarred. Even though I look at them on paper and say they're not that good, I look at them in reality and say they're not that good, yet all they do is win series. 
I don't know how to evaluate it. They're still seven games over 500. How do they keep winning two out of three if they're not that good? What part of the evaluation are you confused on? I just told you. They look like they stink, but they win two out of three. So their bullpen is very good. Right. Their starting pitching is fine. They can't hit a lick. Okay, but they still win two out of every three. Or more. Well, let's not get most teams. Uh, most let's pe- not get out of control. No, no, no. You're 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 forgetting when Judge was in the lineup, what their record was versus when he's not in the lineup. The longer this goes, the more you will see. And every night, how many times are you going to win one nothing and two one well, and three two? Whatever enough. I mean, no, it, it was not. good enough to beat the Rangers, the big bad Texas Rangers. Think about if you're the Rangers. It's smoke and mirrors. Right. This team is not good. Think about it from a Rangers perspective. They're dominating baseball, one of the best teams in baseball, kind of out of nowhere. They come in a Yankee stadium to take on a Yankee team that's got Jake Bowers, that's got Billy McKinney, no mm-hmm. Aaron Judge to be found, mm-hmm. and they lose two out of three. And it took a miracle, which is them scoring five runs and Bader getting a go-ahead double in the eighth inning. They're, again, their margin of error is razor thin. They have to do everything right to scrape out a 3-2 win. They're not very good. Mm. Will they make the playoffs? Half the league feels like makes the playoffs now, so it's possible that they could squeak into one of the wild cards, which just delays the inevitable to the painful loss that sends you off into the offseason. And here's the thing, and this is something that I've been thinking about and I've been saying it for a while, and it brings it back, and I'm not taking a shot at you even though I am angry at mm. you. I'm not. We keep talking about why the Yankees don't make changes and why they continue to go down this road and because Brian Cashman keeps coming back and they keep doing the same philosophy because they find a way to win 90-something games and get into the playoffs and get bounced. Mm. Do you know why? Why? Because Hal Steinbrenner is deathly afraid of being the Mets. 101 wins the next year, possibly right back into the gutter, and then a change, and then a change, and then a change. He's afraid of that. He looks right, at it and you says, change it now. he doesn't know who to hire other than Brian Cashman, which was the last hire that his father made. So that's part of what he's holding well, on to. That makes sense, doesn't it? And he's gripping onto it. And he knows if I make a mistake, whoever comes in, you're sure they could take us to the promised land. They could also take us into a relevancy where the entire organization or is in flux. Inconsistency, potentially. And he doesn't want it. Well, that makes because sense. Because you know what? You know, I'll, like take 90, you I'll take 90 wins at a playoff spot and make money than be a laughing stock for even one season. Well, or not even make money, but also have a chance to do damage in the postseason. Well, see, that I don't buy. You can't, no, no, no. You can't sell me that they could do damage when you do damn well when this team has got holes up the yin-yang and you realize it and you're just afraid to yeah, go above you, and beyond. You, you already said it. I mean, they have the best bullpen in baseball. Yes. They have an ace with Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. They have Carlos Rodon, assuming he returns here. I really? mean. Well, I mean, I'm not going to do that. One. I'm not going to give you that one, but go ahead. But they have an ace. Then they, you need to figure out two guys maybe behind him. Their their pitching is going to be set up better than it's been potentially since the 90s or 2009 going into a playoffs. That's huge. If they get judged back, now it's a big if. And if he's out, then I guess uh, the rest doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I can't buy all that stuff because, again, they go into the playoffs. Pitching has never been the problem in the last five or six years. This iteration of this Yankee team, I mean, last year, the game that they could have won against the Astros, the game that they could have won in that four-game hmm. sweep, the game, was game one when Jamison Tyone pitched, followed yeah. by Frankie Montas. Remember him? Yeah, they That was the man. game that the Yankees could have won. Has nothing to do with the starting pitching, has nothing to do with the bullpen. If you cannot score, you cannot win. Right, but you also do want to match zeros as long as you can and have your chance to Uh look, I'm just saying that their pitching is lined up right now, set up better than it's been in years going into the playoffs. So you'd have to feel good about that and look at the rest of the American League. Who are you afraid of exactly? I'm not afraid of Tampa. I'm not afraid of Baltimore. Should be. You would be? Or you are again. I don't. If you put the Yankees in a series against the Rays, yes, they're going to lose, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about guaranteed. That. They don't hit at all. Yeah, this is not like oh well. Some nights it's up and down. Well, they maul some teams, and then they they don't hit at all. They have to hope that they get three homers in the game. Maybe one of them comes with somebody on base because they got hit by a pitcher. They walked. They don't hit at all. 
They're bottom of the of all of baseball in on base percentage, batting average. They don't get on base. They cannot put the bat on the ball. That Aaron Boone line of last year. We don't want to just touch the ball. We want to impact the ball. Mm. You know what? Let's start with touching it because no one can actually <laughs> touch the baseball. Start there. Good point. To impact the ball, you actually have to touch the ball. Uh, Vogel back for Stanton. Who says no? I think both teams, and they'd both be wrong. You know what? You want the contract, take, you take, can have them. Take the money on, right. You, you, If you're the Mets and you want that contract, you see if you can rekindle it, go ahead. You got to throw in probably Ian Hamilton or somebody like that. You give me a good bullpen arm to take on the contract. Done. Yeah. you just. I honestly think the Yankees, Andy Martino wrote about that, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I honestly think the Yankees would be smart to look at moving Stan's contract. There's no way. Who that the hell's going to take it? that on? Who's going to take well, that on? Well, that's what I mean. The Mets could. No. I'm not buying that. They could. I don't buy that. If you the the thought in the article was that the Mets are looking to restock their system, mm-hmm. so if you throw in any Ian Hamilton is the guy he used, you know, a young fresh arm out of the bullpen, an exciting arm, you throw him in, Mets take on Stanton and the contract, and they get to get back, you know, Hamilton. You're telling me the Mets are to the point where one bullpen arm from a guy who's bounced around the majors to take on that. Albatross monstrosity of a contract with Giancarlo Stanton to hope that you rekindle something, but more than anything else, just to take on empty money to get a bullpen arm. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's where you are in your organization. You know what? You do need to blow this thing up. Well, because they're saying that they're not giving up prospects. So the other way to do that, if you're not going to give up prospects, you have to use money. If you were Patrick to- Corbin and his bad contract was referenced, I can see that one taking him on. I can a- see that one a little God, bit better stinks. than he's awful. I understand that, but at least he's concer- he could he can eat innings. Right, the Mets need somebody to eat innings and be. I mean, competent is a bit strong for him. Slightly competent in right. a Patrick Corbin and get in. You know, get two bullpen arms along. How with many it. years does Stan still have in his deal? Isn't uh, it like six? No, is it that many? He signed a 13-year deal in was, Miami. I thought it was three more. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. It was 13 in Miami. I mean, hmm. really, I can't. I, five more, the, could it be? I don't know. I, I feel like he's got, yeah, maybe about five more. Do we have that, It Alex? is five, we, Alex. Five left. You really want Stan for five more years? What are we looking at, Alex? 2028. Yeah, okay. Five more years. No, I don't want him, period, but I, the money is not an issue to Steve Cohen. It's basically, it's like nothing. Yeah, sure, I'll take it on and pay it. And he lights the money on fire. Yeah, see, I don't know if I'd buy that because money, as much as you say, well, it doesn't matter, it still stops you from making other moves. You're not going to have a $500 million payroll. Uh, he might. You're not. You're not. He might. He was going to go pay Carlos Correa, you know, 300 and whatever million. I understand that. It would have brought it to what, 350 360 You're not going to go to 520 now, Again, I don't think either team would do that, but those are the type of trades that the Mets are going to be looking to make here, taking and, on bad contracts. And that's smart, and I understand that, but that's got to also be on a smaller, like a Josh Donaldson contract, where you're talking about $20 million for the rest of the year. another one that came up, actually. That actually makes sense. And I just cut him that. to go yeah, away. And then move along, and you say $20 million. Who the hell well, cares? Well, think about the Yankees. But 100 and something million? Think about the idea that the Mets would be looking to... Get the Yankees out from under a bad contract. And see, that's the problem when you look back at, you know, how Steinbrenner and how he's run this thing. And that's the the part that's a frustrating aspect for the Yankee fan. It used to be where the Yankees were the ones that were going to light the money on fire, right. move it along. Keigawa, you know what? You're awful. Take that $50 million and go home. Or take on a bad contract to get other players. Fine. As long it doesn't matter, and he was able to to make up for the mistakes that you made. Right, whatever mistake Sterling, it was, Hitchcock, whatever it was, Carl Pavano, yeah, they were know, Contreras at the time. Yeah, right. Jose Contreras when his contract was out of the, you know, it doesn't matter. You sign a big deal, Carl Pavano, like you said, guys, it doesn't matter. Now it's all of a sudden it's an issue, and then it stops you from getting other guys, and that's where the frustration comes in because Brian Cashman, for his faults in finding some of the big time free agents. Does a hell of a job with finding all the guys that are in the rough. Wandy Peraltas. Mm. I mean, you got him off the scrap heap from Clay for, Holmes. For yeah, Clay Holmes from the Pirate. Yeah. I mean, th- he does a great job of finding those guys that could become big pieces. And then that's how you build an organization. The problem is the little bit of money that he gets, he makes the wrong decision right. because then he spends it on Stanton or he spends it on. I don't know. Yeah, Carlos Rodon. Right. Taking over Donaldson. Donaldson $25 million. Yeah, don't, because he said, you know that. what? He's not Gio Rochella. No, no offense. You're not Josh yeah. Donaldson. Well, you know what? 
for two million dollars for Gio Urshela, I didn't have fifty million dollars in the hole. Yeah, I didn't like Josh that Donaldson. I like Gio Urshela because all you had to do was DFA Gary Sanchez because you took that contract on just to get out from under of him. So again, it stops you from doing some of the other things, and that's where the Yankee problem is. That's the going above and the beyond. Yeah, sure, you could find a good bullpen arm. But can you find a guy that can actually bat fifth in the lineup? Yeah. And they haven't been able to do that. And, and the mistakes that he, he's made have been costly ones where even if one of them over the years would have been uh, the opposite or the right move, could have made a difference in getting to the World Series. And, and let's be fair. Look, at the time when the Marlins deal with Stanton, nobody wanted Stanton as a Yankee fan until you heard, all we got to do is pay the money and get start, and get rid of Starlin Castro. Like, big deal. And he didn't sure, want, great. It was limited. He wasn't going to go anywhere. He had, like, three teams. That right, but it was the to. idea that, like, the Marlins are going to pay some of this contract, but basically all it is is money. And every Yankee fan in their mind was, well, who cares? It's just money. Because you didn't know that it was going to impact you. From- and that stopped the Yankees from making what should have been the deal to get Bryce Harper or to get some of the other free Machado. agents. Yeah. It was at that point that were there yeah. instead of a guy that was unnecessary. The first time I remember feeling like it was different or thinking it was different with the Yankees when they didn't get Machado. He made it known he wanted to be here. So did Harper. They didn't. Well, right. But I, I don't know why if I felt like you know why? memory serves they shut him down earlier. Than they that. did because they said we have four outfielders, Clint Frazier being one of them, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks. And John Carlos Stanton. Right. And Harper's not going to play first base. But they needed but even a, though he would have. I forget the third base situation at the time, but they needed the third baseman. Like it was the it was just made sense. I was certain And Duhar. Yeah, I was certain that Machado was going to the Yankees. He wanted to be there. He's the best player. Yankees are going all in on him. They said they didn't want Bryce Harper. And then they didn't get him, and I'm like, what is going on here? Since when do the Yankees who have an area of need mm-hmm. don't get the best player? And since then it's basically been they're M.O. They don't do it anymore. They There's a billion shortstops available just for a, a big contract, and they go trade for IKF. Uh, again, the Corey Seager wouldn't have looked good in pinstripes. Because Come on. And again, they're trying to give you the idea that it's, well, it was because of Anthony Volpe. No, it wasn't. You could have put him at second base. Right. Because now you're talking about putting him at second base. So, no, it wasn't that. It was money. It's straight, flat money, something that the Yankees have never had an issue with. Oh. Now, all of a sudden, it's a major problem. And now Brian Cashman has to put together a roster with Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney. And he's gonna and they're going to give you all this nonsense about when we're healthy, when we're healthy. What the hell are you talking about? You get older veterans that break down, and then you fill the roster with guys that are— and it's nothing against Billy McKinney or Jake Bowers or Willie Calhoun. They've actually been pretty good. But IKF and Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney should not be your starting outfielder outfield on any day ever. And if if you need help with money, Steve Cohen's there to help. We'll take some of those bad contracts. You got to part with some players, though. Uh, again, who would you like? You yeah. wanted Amy Hamilton for Stan? You can have him. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.